Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. And that's a winner. Yes, a winning day on Thursday. And my oh my, does it feel good to say that. So I'm going to recap the card for you. It was a winning card. I'm going to savor every single pick after the misery that's been the previous two days. So in college football, it was a so-so day. I go one and one, but I did cash a ticket. I had Syracuse plus the three. They didn't show up for the third consecutive game. Disappointing effort there from Syracuse as I lose that ticket. I had Georgia Southern minus the one against Georgia State. Georgia Southern started strong. They finished strong, and they get me the cover in a rivalry game. So thank you very much to Georgia Southern. Then in the National Football League, well, it was good to have it back on the card Thursday, and a lot of things went my way. I cashed Buffalo and Tampa Bay in the first quarter, the system play, under the seven and a half points. I cashed in the Buffalo Bills in the first half, minus the five and a half. That got scary, but luckily for me, Tampa didn't get a field goal before halftime, and I go into the locker room up seven and get to cash my ticket. I'm happy I stayed away from the full game because Tampa Bay backdooring me late would have made me really angry and mad. So I feel bad for anybody who had the bills for the full game on Thursday night, because I thought that one should have cashed as well. Then in the prop bets, I go 2-1. and one. I cash on Josh Allen over 22.5 completions. I cash on James Cook over 50.5 yards rushing. I lose on Latavius Murray over the 24.5 yards rushing. So the prop bets go 2-1. and one. Hit the other two plays in the game, so I go 4-1 and one in the National Football League. I'll take that every time I can get it. Then in the NBA, guess what? I cash a ticket. I'm on the board. I'm now 1-2, and two, so I no longer have a zero winning percentage. I cash on the 76ers and the Bucks over the 225. On the frozen pond, well, the Islanders scored me three goals. I thought they could maybe get me an empty netter. They win the game 3-2. to two. I don't get the empty net late and I lose that ticket. So I'm ice cold in hockey, no shock there, but I have a winning day. I make a couple units, had a good day in the NFL, and I got some confidence back, and hopefully now I can win back-to-back days. So let's get to the card for Friday. It's the World Series, game one between the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Texas Rangers, and this should be a lot of fun. So Zach Gallen faced the Rangers twice this season, Five innings, three runs allowed at Texas back in May. Then he pitched six innings, allowing just one run at home in August. So that follows the Gallon splits that tend to be much better at home versus the road this season. Gallon has a 5.24 ERA in the playoffs, giving up two or more runs in all four starts. So that's a concern. He also had a 4.42 ERA on the road this season, with a couple spike efforts, though, that really kind of inflated those numbers. He was better than a 4.42 pitcher. Meanwhile, it's Nathan Abaldi getting the ball for the, the Rangers. He hasn't faced the D-back since 2016, but he's been an elite pitcher here in the postseason. He has a 2.42 ERA over 26 innings. He has 28 strikeouts, and he's allowed just four walks. He has a whip of a 0.98. So on the surface, we have a major pitching edge to the Rangers, but these playoffs have taught me to expect the unexpected. So my first bet here, I'm going to take Nathan Avaldi over four and a half hits allowed at a minus 120. So Avaldi's actually gone over this number in each of his first four playoff starts while having just that 2.42 ERA. So if he's really good, 
like he has been, he'll likely go deep enough to give up five hits. If he's bad, he'll likely get hit hard enough to give up five hits. No matter what, I think he's going over four and a half hits allowed. That's my bet at the minus 120. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Next up on the card, bet number two on this game is Zach Gallen. Over four and a half strikeouts at a minus 112. So Gallon is actually at a poor K ratio in the postseason. Game one, though, I expect m- numbers much closer to the regular season. I think he's going to be amped up. I think he's going to give a good effort tonight. So I like Gallon over the four and a half strikeouts at the minus 112. And yes, this is a partially correlated play, but I'm not going to call it a fully correlated play. Bet number three is Zach Gallon over 15 and a half outs recorded at a plus 110. So plus money for Gallon to get me 16 outs. So he has gone over this number in three of his four playoff starts so far. And once again, I expect better from him tonight. I think he's going to have good effort. I think the D-backs are a live dog. I almost played him for the money line. I almost played him on the money line in the first five. But I didn't want to correlate too many things and go back to my wild card round where I got crushed. So I'm going to sit here with just these three bets, three prop bets on the World Series game one. I'm going to Valdi once again over four and a half hits. I'm going Gallon over four and a half strikeouts and Gallon over 15 and a half outs recorded. If he gets rocked and leaves after two innings, I'm in a whole lot of trouble, but I'll take my chances with Zach Gallon. So that's the World Series. Next up on the card, we have one college football game. That's it on Friday night. It's Florida Atlantic minus the four at Charlotte. So don't worry about last week for Florida Atlantic. It was a bad spot and a bad play by me. UTSA is back to being a good football team. They confused FAU. The Owls were sacked five times. They turned it over twice, and they were completely ineffective running the football. They had 28 rushing attempts for only 20 yards. That was a major letdown after crushing South Florida, 56-14 to the week prior, when they gained 587 yards and didn't allow a sack. So you got a good offense and a bad offense in back-to-back weeks. Which one will show up this week? We'll find out. Charlotte is now a 2-5 and five football team on the season after a 10-7 win at East Carolina last time out. Their last four weeks, they have scored just 33 total points on offense. FAU coach Tom Herman said this week, and I like this quote, we will not be confused by Charlotte. This will be about execution. I expect a much better Florida Atlantic team to show tonight. So I'm going to lay the four on FAU at Charlotte. Charlotte team total under 19 and a half. That's tempting. First half under, tempting. Game under, tempting. They might all be good options. I'm not going to correlate everything on this game, given my recent track record. So let's just cash the minus four. I really, really like FAU tonight. Hopefully they get it done for me. Next up, we go to the hardwood in the NBA. Can I win two straight? Let's see if I can do it for the first time in, let's see, 13, 14 years. It's the Toronto Raptors at the Chicago Bulls. I'm going to play the over 218 here. 
So I had the Raptors over in the opener against Minnesota. The T-Wolves shot only 34%. How do you do that? That's terrible for the NBA. The Raptors, meanwhile, shot 40%. So I got crushed on that bet. The Bulls in their opener shot 41% from the field. They lost 124 to 104 to Oklahoma City. So I'm hoping both teams will shoot much better tonight. So let's go over the 218 between the Raptors and the Bulls. Final game on the card for you. It's on the frozen pond. It's the New Jersey Devils minus the one and a half against the Buffalo Sabres at a plus 130. So the Devils are coming off a loss to Washington. The Sabres are coming off a win over Ottawa. Ironically, I lost both of those bets earlier this week on these two teams. So they owe me some money. I want to get it back on this one. Let's go Devils minus the one and a half on the puck line over the Sabres at the plus 130. That's a short card for a Friday. Yeah, we need college basketball. It's coming soon. If you follow me on Twitter, I'm starting to post some conference previews there. Going to put in some future bets soon. I'll probably drop a podcast with my future bets for college basketball on Friday night. I'm actually going to miss part of the World Series to go watch an exhibition game in college hoops. I'm excited to have it back. So we will have that on the card very soon. But let's recap the card for Friday. In the World Series, I have three prop bets. Then I'm just going to get the popcorn out and enjoy the game. Nathan Avaldi over four and a half hits allowed at a minus 120. Zach Gallen over four and a half strikeouts at a minus 112. Zach Gallen over 15 and a half outs recorded at a plus 110. College football. I'm on FAU minus the four at Charlotte. NBA. I'm on the Raptors and the Bulls over the 218. And in the NHL, I'm on the New Jersey Devils, minus the one and a half against the Buffalo Sabres at a plus 130. So that's your card for a Friday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cast some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.